0: The It's Just Money podcast is back and we are so happy to be back. Thank you for joining us. Let's talk about Viget really fast. Viget is the number 1 app in the world to us. It means a ton to us if you would download that app and use the code It's Just Money. It is a sports betting social media app where you do not have to wager real money. When you first download the app, you'll use the code It's Just Money for 2500 free Vig coins. After you win coins by betting on sports, you can then exchange that coin for amazon gift cards and other prizes it's the best app in the world we cannot recommend it enough we love the Viget app we love you now let's roll is that i never ask my clients to judge me on my winners
1: i ask them to judge me on my losers because i have so few
0: Okay, we're back. It is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Viggett. The boys are here. Schaefer, JP, myself. Reese is on paid leave once again. There's a lot going on in the world of sports right now. NBA playoffs almost wrapping up. Stanley Cup final started tonight and the College World Series Championship Series started tonight. Let's talk to the boys first. JP, how are we doing?
1: Doing pretty damn good. Can't complain here. Got a long weekend coming up. And a good weekend plan. So happy for it. Um, I would say the one complaint I have is I don't have enough TVs and stuff in my apartment to watch all things going on at once right now, and so the situation with one remote has not been going the best. So
0: that's, not that's my, my one
1: complaint. That's that's like if I had to complain about something, that would be it. That'd be
0: it. Okay. The other the other side. Jake Schaefer, first appearance in a long time. He's back. He's shirtless. How are we doing? Yeah, that last part, it, yeah, that's fine. Oh, now, not, a, some of the video not, recording will be on TikTok, and you're going to be shirtless. <laughs> well, now that I'm not living with you
1: fuckers, I don't have to wear a shirt around my place anymore, but... Um,
0: Why did you have to wear it when we were there? I think you're self conscious.
1: It was more uh, professional. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it made the podcast room a little more professional, but no, it's, it's good to be back. It's felt like forever since I've even talked about making a bet. Yeah. Um, I've lost a lot since then. I've won a lot since then. So uh, postseason basketball has been kind of an ass kicker. But even though I haven't been talking about my picks, I've surely still been making them. Uh, but, yeah, it's good to be back with you two, especially since uh, we moved
0: out and it's like
1: our only form of communication anymore.
0: Yep, talking sports game. It's not a bad form of communication. So let's take a look. New to- playoffs, full swing, Clippers-Suns. Middle of the third quarter right now, 61-60, Clippers are on top. Schaefer, who was your pick for this series before, you, before it started? Did you think the Suns were going to be as good as they were in this playoffs?
1: Yeah, actually, as bad as my, have, uh, or my postseason plays have been, the one thing I have going for me is actually a future Suns bet. I took it um, after AD went down in the first round, and I took the Suns to be the Western Conference champions, so – Ooh, wait, I mean, what's that number. What do you mean? What number? Like the what odds? That? Yeah. Oh, I it's think it's been it a while. Plus, I think it went down after AD went. I mean, I kind of took it. They were like plus eight hundred, and then AD got hurt, and then it dropped tremendously down to like you know plus three hundred, plus three fifty. I was like, you know, those are still great odds. I like them against the field. I didn't account to the fact that half these teams would get injured and shit would just hit the fan, but. Yeah, I love my pick, and I should have some money in my pocket, either, I think, by the end of this game or by probably game six.
0: I will uh, say this is probably the most NBA I've watched in, in several years. And that's just because I think it's a good playoffs. From what I've heard from people who have kept up with the sport, like this is one of the better playoffs. Team-wise I, I and- would
1: say that fake, fake fans say that this playoff sucks because you don't have Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry – Uh, or LeBron, you know, in the last two rounds. But that's interesting to me because as a non-NBA guy, I like seeing playoffs with limited. Oh, I I, I love it. I love it. It's been a playoffs for the young stars who are going to be the up and coming for the next 10 to 15 years. So if you really consider yourself an NBA fan, you're actually excited about this because this is the basketball you're going to be watching for the next decade. So I, I loved it. I mean, I've, I've openly admitted I'm not a LeBron guy. So to watch him get outed in the first round wasn't very sad to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I've just really enjoyed watching Devin Booker get into his own. And honestly, I think that Chris Paul getting a ring is going to be really cool. I mean, I kind of just gave a future pick there. But I, I really think the Suns are the heavy favorites, no matter who they play.
0: While we're on the topic, we cover mostly sports gambling stuff on this podcast. We have to talk about it. We've dropped his name three times already. Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Who's the GOAT?
1: Oh, Uh, jeez. I don't like to argue it. I I just like, if you're truly a basketball fan, I think that you just appreciate the player of the decade, and LeBron's been the player of the 2010s decade. You know, Kobe had his five-year stint in the early or late 2000s. Jordan had his 90s era. I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, who do you pick? I mean, you got Jordan, who's won six. He was 6-0 in the finals. You've got LeBron, who's been to the finals, what, is it 10, 10. times, I think? Something 10. Like- I mean, they're both great players in their own right, and they will both never be copied ever again. You'll never see another LeBron. You'll never see another Jordan. I I like Jordan better. Personally, do I think he's better than LeBron? Yes and no. It depends what you're talking about, but – I mean, I'm just done making the argument because it's so old, especially since quarantine happened and the last dance documentary came out. It's like the last conversation I ever want to have with anybody. I think, I think it's I like that, though, because they're so different in so many ways, but they're so similar. Like, think about early LeBron and early Jordan both had shooting problems. Like, neither one of them shot the ball very well from the outside. You know, Jordan was by himself for a long time. So was LeBron and Cleveland differences – LeBron took teams to the finals in those situations. I think maybe Jordan's era was a little more, you know, spread out, and there was a lot tougher teams, like, quantity-wise, whereas LeBron's years were kind of the same teams at times. Like, you had your four or five on each side that had a, t- or a chance. Um, but they're very similar. I don't know. I mean, I'm a I, Jordan guy, too. but I personally just don't enjoy the LeBron career path. I, I'm, I'm, a li- I'm a loyalty guy. which It's, new way. it's the new way, though. I know. No, what which is like me being a basketball guy, that does that shouldn't mean shit because the NBA isn't a loyalty loyalty league anymore. But I mean, I don't know. LeBron, we praise the fact that he's been to so many finals, but he's also lost so many. So
0: like yeah, is that is that the defensive that. difference that comes up when this argument happens is like here's a video of Michael Jordan being guarded by a vacuum cleaner salesman. Like that's <laughs> the argument I hear all this, the time. Is that, this is
1: like Scottie Pippen today was on the Dan Patrick show and he was talking about, could you guard LeBron James or could you guard KD? And he goes, well, not in this age of basketball, because you can't touch them like that. You have to come back and play in my era or whatever for me to even have a chance or vice versa. Like, you know, like. I think that when they talk about the league and like talent wise, I think that like your heavy fit, your heavy favorite players, like Jordan and Pippen are probably just as good as anybody in the league. But, I mean, yeah, I I will definitely admit your fifth, sixth guy back in the 90s isn't nearly as good as what you'll find in today's game. I think that – so, I think – I obviously think Pippen could have guarded KD or or Toronto. Athlete-wise, every sport has gotten better since whatever. whatever. Like, every – the average athlete is way better than they were then. Like, it's just a fact. But the games change. Like, as athletes change, people change and game changes and things like that. So, like, the discussion of, like, who was better. Like, that would be, like, you know, who truly was a better pitcher. You have DeGrom or, like.
0: Or, I think a better argument's like, Babe Ruth versus Mike Trout. Yeah. Like, like who's a better hitter.
1: Completely yeah. different athletes. Like, one was half an athlete. He could – he's, like, the side. Babe Ruth, like, looked like he'd be playing guard on a high school football team in <laughs> South Dakota or something. And then Mike Trout could be playing – Defensive end and linebacker with the way he's stature is, but like they did the same thing, just as good as each other. So,
0: okay. Right. Before we jump into the NBA playoffs in depth, we'll wrap up that argument. Uh, final opinion, Schaefer, give an answer. Who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron?
1: I told you, I don't, I don't do that. No, you I, have
0: to answer the question.
1: I don't side that. I, I am a Jordan fan, so let that be okay. your answer. Michael
0: Jordan is his answer. JP, who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron? Michael Jordan. Okay. There's your answers. Uh little in-game update here. From Tampa Bay, they lead 4-1 with eight minutes remaining in the third period. Schaefer's puck line bet on the Lightning is looking good. The over Can is pushing you. right now. We need one for the over.
1: Can I give my future bet the year, uh, for that hockey, or are we saving that?
0: Uh, we'll talk about it when we talk about the cup I, I, finals in general. Yeah, I'm saving it right now, too. Okay, let's go back to the NBA. We'll talk about that first. We'll let Schaefer probably dive into it the furthest. I've watched some here and there. I wouldn't say I'm ready to gamble on it yet. I probably will on the finals. But Schaefer, where do we stand in the NBA? Where are the teams looking? And what are your predictions for the future of the National Basketball Association?
1: Well, here's the deal. If I'm going to be realistic with you, I've watched 90% of the games. And that's not a lie. And what I have pulled away from each and every one, series, game by game, however you want to play it, it is this. My advice to you for a non basketball fan and you want to bet the NBA finals. Do not get pissed if your pick doesn't hit. And if you bet it again in the game the next game doesn't go according to plan, do not get pissed. Don't come to us saying we don't know what we're talking about. Because (laughs) this playoffs has been anything on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying this playoffs has been so up and down. I went on a huge cold streak. The the series that really fucked me over the most was Brooklyn and Milwaukee because in the beginning i thought brooklyn probably could have swept and then of course milwaukee somehow somehow wins the uh, series and wins it in 7 and harden goes down but then harden plays and that was that's just been that series alone has been the story of the playoffs you have these guys playing through injuries you don't know the significance of it you don't know if they're healthy you don't know what's going to happen so i don't know i think that no matter what like i said i think i would pick a line for the Suns granted Chris Paul just went down pretty hard so that could have been an injury and that could screw up everything I think that however if they play in Milwaukee and or um, Atlanta sorry I would pick Suns and six that that would be my pick um, I have the Clippers right now at plus six and a half in this game uh, tonight because I think that's just too much for a gutsy team that's been playing their ass off since Kawhi's been down
0: well, they and lead by seven live right now, yeah. so. but it, it's, it's the NBA.
1: Great. Yeah, and it's an elimination game, and honestly, I can see it coming down to Paul George choking down the stretch and them losing by four, which I would be okay with because I win my future, and I would win my bet. So I, that's that's kind of – the big spreads are a big thing for me. Um, there really hasn't been too many blowouts, which has been awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as the over-unders concerned, the, those are – as shitty and as hard to predict as anything else that I've ever seen um you find your typical series like Atlanta and Philly was an underplay damn near every game that was nice um but most of the time I've just been finding my under over picks to be just absolutely horrible because I had the over in the Suns Clippers game last game and as everybody knows that was the lowest scoring game of all time it was eighty four to eighty. You're just used to bitch so, about that so much, t- playing over unders in every form of sport ever. And now you're I just know. Playing, you know, like, because I because they're just lines that I'm like, Gee, I I don't know, I don't know who to pick. And the the money lines are too big. Like some of the money lines are two plus minus or minus two fifty. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't want to play that. What I can't, and I don't want to take Phoenix minus seven either. That's a that's a shit ton in the playoffs. So it's like. Well, I better play an over-under here. Oh, that wasn't even fucking close.
0: <laughs> okay, jump to the other side. Look at Milwaukee and Atlanta. What do you see? What are we talking about? We, we, this is a new Trey Young. Obviously, he's good. He's always been good. He's always been Trey Young. But what he's shown in this playoffs is ridiculous.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you got a promising young star that's got a lot of – dare I say he's got a lot of balls. He's not afraid of anybody. Um, I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's a little cocky. He's kind of a villain guy, but I, I respect the hell out of his demeanor. Um, I mean, plus six and a half tomorrow, if they lose that game, it's over. So I don't,
0: I don't it's,
1: it's a lot of points at home. The only problem is, is I'm scared of is number one, Atlanta's defense. Sometimes they show up, but they've been known to not have a very good defense all season long. Um, but I think at the same time, how healthy is Trey Young? Because you saw his – I don't know, they came out with it today. He's like a, got a bone spur. I, I've never had one of those. I don't even know what that really is. So he, you saw down the stretch uh, last game, he kind of just stood in the corner, and he's like Bogdanovich and Gallinari. He just like, you got to go to the hole and create something. And if you're getting out of that, if that's your offense next game, I would obviously hammer Milwaukee. But like I said, I don't know what – I don't know if his rest – um, tonight and everything else is going to help, and he might be able to create things off the dribble. But if you're getting a Trey Young that's standing in the corner, uh, Milwaukee's going to put this thing away, and it's going to be away early, and they're going to be ready for Phoenix. So. I, think, I think Milwaukee finally caught a break that they needed to have a good playoff run is they got, you know, an Atlanta team in the final – or in the Eastern Conference finals rather than, you know, a Philly yeah. or – anybody like that that was a real threat and had real superstars on it. and So they're kind of like in a spot where nobody can make fun of Giannis and that team in Middleton for oh, not producing because now they're in the spot. Like, if they do this and lose this series, now here comes hell raining down on the guys up in Milwaukee. But yeah, know. they should have been home a while ago, but the fact that Giannis might actually have a chance to win a ring is a just unfathom, unfathomable – Thoughts, sorry, words. Words. Uh, he's just not a very, I mean, he's just big, he's athletic, he can handle the ball and he gets around the rim. But as as not skilled as he is, it's just kind of crazy to think that he might actually mm-hmm. have a ring this year over anybody else. No. I don't, I don't see a- Milwaukee winning for that reason alone. I don't think they have the offense uh, of firepower to get it done down the stretch of a finals game, especially against a team like the Suns who can score with, Around the rim with Aiton, uh, Booker can do anything he wants, and then you have the leadership of Chris Paul. So you, I don't know. You called Giannis not skilled. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, watches. He's got no moves. Not skilled. He has no moves.
0: And he's in shambles at the free throw line right now.
1: Yeah, he he can't. She can't shoot. He's not a three point shooter. He's he he has one move. It's duck his shoulder, maybe do one little crossover, and put his head down and get to the rim. He's seven foot tall, and he's a freak athlete. I, he has no actual basketball moves. He has no stops. He has no counters. He's got nothing. It, you really, truly watch him. I mean, you okay. your kids watch him. What would you say? Your kids, you need to get your drills from Giannis. Yeah, no, I don't want to teach anybody you know, skills. I don't want to teach Giannis his skills okay. to anybody because there are none.
0: Okay, well – we have to jump back to it. We have to talk about it. It blew up the internet for a few days. The Suns in four guy. Suns in four. What, what is going on in the crowds at NBA games? I feel I have never seen anything like that in my life. Maybe that's just an NBA thing. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it in years. Uh, what, what do we think about this? I mean, this guy is beating the shit out of him. And he turns back and just says, the Suns are going to win this series in four. That was the only thing he cared about. Which was the funniest thing ever, and I love that guy for it. But what do what we think? Uh,
1: I think I mean, well, he's not the first guy. I mean, what you got that guy that threw that water bottle at Kyrie? I think Westbrook got hit with something in the. Uh, the yeah, like people are just going fucking nuts. Like people are <laughs> they just crazy. going. To, I mean, these packed crowds are awesome, and it's so much fun to have again, and it's made the playoffs a hundred times better, but. I, these people are losing their minds. They've been in their basements for fucking a year. People are stupid. God, people are stupid. Yeah, yeah, was, was that year was
0: the funniest wrong. thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Oh, the Celtics guy. That was that was a really bad guy. The, didn't he do something to Kyrie? That was the, like the worst one.
0: No. I I, you, I, he no. was manhandling that guy. The, the Suns and Florida oh, yeah. had to be the
1: worst. He, he, well, he beat All the right. shit out of another fan. The, the other fans were doing stuff to the yeah. players, which is completely wrong. I think the Suns and Four guy, he's kind of funny. I mean, that, that, that Nuggets guy started it from what the video looked like, and then he just beat the shit out of him, and then the Suns beat the shit out of the Nuggets, which and then I you know. guy,
0: The Nuggets fan came back in another interview and talked about how he didn't actually get his ass beat. He didn't land any punches, and he barely got a scratch on his nose. Dude, you were standing like this for four minutes straight, like yeah. just defensive, you're probably getting hit.
1: I would say that action I'm kind of okay with because that's, that shit's kind of funny. And if you're starting it, somebody has got to finish it for you, but the player stuff is completely out of line and you should never be able to go to a game. Yeah. Again.
0: Okay. We'll bring that back up when we talk about the NHL and we wrap up the the final series from each, I can't say division or conference because they're so messed up this year. Thanks to COVID. Um, but we need a final pick for you, Schaefer from the Bucks hawks series. We have sons and six. What's the other side going to be?
1: I, I think that Bucks are gonna win. I just don't see the the Hawks have been banged up um, all playoffs, and Trey Young's kind of on his last leg, and that's their last defense. So I don't, I don't see the Hawks getting out of it, and I don't, I don't really see them winning tomorrow night either.
0: So Bucks in what five?
1: If they steal it tomorrow, yes, Bucks in five.
0: Okay, Bucks in five, Suns in six. We have a buck's son's final according to jacob Schaefer. if he's wrong feel free to berate him (laughs) okay before we jump to the nhl we want to talk about vigor really fast they the number one social media sports betting app in the country it's you do not have to wager real money make sure you download that app today use the code it's just money for a thousand free coins each coin is equivalent or like a dollar it's not a dollar you'll never it's not a it's not a place where you can make money it's a place where you can win prizes by winning sports bets using coins Download today, and then when you get in the app, join our betting league using passcode WIN393. Get on there every day. It's a chance to build up your coins and then exchange them for Amazon gift cards and other great prizes such as TVs, shirts, and PS5s. Greatest app in the world. Download today. Okay, let's jump to the NHL, the Stanley Cup Final, Game 1 going on right now. The Montreal Canadiens, first time in 28 years they've been there. They have veterans on that team. They're deep. A little banged up but they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are trying to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. They took down my Dallas Stars last year, and they are back $17 million over the salary cap and ready to win another one. What do we think about this series? How it will play out? Obviously, it's 4-1 Lightning right now with three minutes left in the third period. The over is pushing, by the way, the biggest play of the day. So let's hope for an empty netter um, here very soon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for me, it's a little bit of you know the hottest team in the NHL versus the best team in the NHL. And talent-wise and everything you've ever wanted in hockey metrics and points to the Lightning being just the best team in the NHL. And the hottest team and teams that have been playing the absolute best and a little bit of Cinderella to them is Montreal, and they're here too. And and they're no joke, and they've shown that. I mean, winning the series against Vegas is – now, no small task, even after what Vegas did to Colorado. I and mean, that just emphasizes that even more. And that is, I mean, that's, you know, all you need. Like they had to go play Vegas, who isn't in the, usually in their division. They would never have to play them to get to the Stanley Cup finals. They have to, they're on the road for the seven and they beat a team that a lot of people had in the future. So I think this is going to be a great series. Um, obviously this one, Tonight hasn't been um, what Montreal was hoping to get, but it's kind of hard from what I've been seeing for um, Price to, you know, continue to stand on us, had to make great saves the whole night. If they're going to give up these high scoring chances like they have in this game versus they had, you know, in other rounds of the playoffs. So um, truly, I think they're Montreal is going to have to take um, game two. If they get down to, Oh, I don't have a lot of hope in them. So if they could find a way to, you know, scratch back in this one or um, get a game two win, I think it'll be a great series. If it gets two oh, I mean this could be down in four or five games, I think.
0: Shaper, do you have a play for hockey or have you been keeping it up? You bet on it tonight. You've been watching.
1: Yeah. So thanks to the old Vig I I put put my max amount of coins on the puck line, which I think was plus money for Tampa Bay, yeah. wasn't it? Minus one and a half was plus, like plus 120. Yeah, oh, yeah. ish I think. Yep, so I got that going for me. And I wish, I love the Vigit app, but I wish I could place uh, a pick for the series like a four-to-one lightning because that's mm-hmm. what I would have done um, if I could do that. But if somebody's thinking real money, I mean, I like Tampa Bay, four-to-one gentleman's sweep. I know nothing about either one of these teams. I just know that by my gut instinct of Tampa Bay has been there before. They're the most expensive team in the league. They got the stars to do it. They're the reigning champs. And you kind of have this Habs team that, what was it, 28 years or 38 years, something? 28 years. This Uh is the biggest deal in the world, and they are going to shit their pants. So that's that's number reason why I hammered them, hammered the lightning tonight. And I don't know. I don't know anything about the Habs. I just think that they think this is the greatest thing of all time, and they're going to miss their opportunity. And a team that's been there before is going to kick their ass.
0: There's a couple different things that go into this series for me. Obviously, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning, the, probably the strongest across-the-board team in the NHL. Again, Braden Point having one hell of a playoff, that's all he does. Andre Vasilevsky in net, unstoppable, an absolute brick wall. Um, even the goal he led up tonight was an absolute crazy redirect that I don't think anybody could have stopped off of a, a Lightning defenseman. Cole Caulfield, on the other side for the Montreal Canadiens, has been a monster ever since coming over from Team USA. Points in five straight playoff games. He's 19 or 20 years old. The kid's going to be a beast. Uh, he wasn't even starting for them three uh, two weeks ago in the playoffs. He was he was healthy scratch to start the
1: playoffs, and then they like, oh, maybe we should give the Rook a chance. Like, let's let him play a little bit. And the guy has been their best offensive player. I mean, he's been a heartbeat to that offense. That if you remember, was a lot of power rankings early in the year was absolutely, like, all over one and two, right? And then we got to the middle part of the year, and they just went, ooh, and just fell down. So, um, they're welcome back, and I'm happy that they had their chance to play in this game. But uh, to me, what was interesting was coming into the series, Bell had killed 30 straight or power plays. Like, if you could do that, if you can get yourself or keep yourself out of trouble, but then if you get in trouble completely, you know, clean your slate and give up no harm, that is a huge deal. If you are, you know, less talented or find yourself skating with a team as fast as Tampa. So that's a hell of a stat to look at. Um, And I was, you know, every time I heard that as the number went up and up and up, it blew me away more and more.
0: That was one of the more interesting things about the series is Vegas' power play was absolutely awful in that series. Montreal came into that series for not having trailed in a game for like 150 minutes straight. They hadn't been losing a hockey game in that series with Winnipeg where they just dominated. They're a little banged up. They're an interesting story. They're on, they only went 24-21-11 and 11 in the regular season, and now they're in the Stanley Cup final. Tampa Bay on the other side 36 and 17, and just a team that's been dominant and been watched out for. Obviously, everybody, there's people that have picked them as the Stanley Cup to repeat just because they're so stacked. That, I believe, will happen as they just took game one, final five to one, the overhit. You're welcome. We gave you that play earlier. Also, Schaefer hits on the puck line. So the boys are two and oh in hockey tonight. You're welcome in advance. Um, I agree with Schaefer, actually. I think this is going to be a four one. I think Montreal will steal one back at home. Um, sadly, sad to say, I'm sad to say because I do not want to. I I'm not rooting for Tampa Bay. I will never, especially after what they yeah. did my heart last year. Um, yeah. JP, do you would like to say anything?
1: I don't hate um, Tampa Bay. I, have I don't hate them. Hate with them. I really think they have some guys that are incredible to watch. I love watching Kucherov. I love watching breaking and some of those guys. Um, obviously, uh, it'd be you know I think it'd be good for the league for to have a Canadian team to finally you know have a chance to. So Holds to Stanley Cup for the first time in a while, but I think no, no. it'd be great for the league. What do you mean? It's, I, it's like I get Jordan, the, Jordan, we're in the United States of America. We don't root for Canadian teams. I'm not, I didn't say it was rooted for. You, for it'd be nice What's for that? that. I don't care. It'd be great for the league, especially in a COVID year that's already got two Eastern Conference teams pinned up against each other, and whatever they had to do. So, I mean.
0: It's not a Cinderella run, but it kind of is. Just because of the path they took throughout the year, they're banged up. They're a little bit more experienced. Tampa Bay has a little bit more of a younger roster, um, and I think that's where you're going to see this, this series take the difference is just in yeah. speed. Caulfield will sure help, yeah. but keeping up with guys like Braden Point, Yanni Gore, Yanni Gore's been on a tear, two goals in the last two games, a big one tonight to put him up 2-1. I mean, yeah. across the board, Tampa Bay is just the better team. And I'm sad to say old man Corey Perry, although he might be a dick, is probably going to miss out on another Stanley Cup after going back-to-back in finals. And Mr. Pat Maroon is going to get his third in a row. So, interesting takes take some hockey. I
1: out. just want to apologize, guys, for, like, losing all of our Canadian listeners for just shitting on them this entire hockey season. I'm not
0: shitting on Canada. I like Canada. I, mean, I would to visit there someday. Fair. Thank you for in the game
1: hockey. Very uphill battle they're on right now, and and it all—I mean—they got to lean on a goalie who's going to give, you know, them a great shot. But if they keep giving up as many chances as they are, it ain't going to matter how well he's playing. Let me. Okay, so when's the last time a Canadian team? I'm actually wondering when's the last time a Canadian team won a Stanley Cup? Uh, The Canadians were the last team to win a Stanley Cup. Um,
0: That was 28 years ago. Thing. 20. No, it couldn't have been.
1: Yeah. if so, how okay? So how many Canada teams are there in the league? Seven. Seven. And you're telling me not one of them has won a Stanley but this,
0: Cup. This wasn't the year to do it because they're not all going to get the chance. They're going to play each other in that division. So this was the kind of the year where you thought if that Canada team emerged, which that division was absolutely stacked. They're probably the best across the board they've been in years. All seven of them, besides Ottawa, of course. Um, but
1: I mean, the odds of a, it's since 93. Montreal won the cup in 93. It was the last Canadian team to do so. I just, what do I you mean like, the odd shape? Seven teams in a, was it
0: 30, it's
1: it's 32. 30. Okay, 32. There's. It's the
0: odds are winning the United States favor.
1: Yeah. it's And and a lot of money is down. Like, think Not about a math
0: major, folks.
1: I'm just saying. It He's just. The United States markets over some of the ones in Canada. Like, it's harder to sell a guy on Edmonton or. See, that's the thing. Okay, so we say Canada is a hockey sport. So why don't the Canadian players
0: want to play in Canada? Hey, I never said that. I said they push it more than the United States. I'm just, I'm just saying,
1: like, why don't the, that's a legitimate question. Why don't the Canadian hockey players want to play in Canada? Like, why don't they want to stay home? The better down here. Ottawa is in a crazy <laughs> rebuild since. Okay, take Ottawa out of it. Why don't they, like, Vancouver's uh, pretty good usually. Toronto's Toronto. pretty good. Toronto just started getting good. and they're- Toronto's
0: the absolute choke job of the world. Like, so, Toronto's that team that's going to make the playoffs and lose round. Okay,
1: of- okay but think about this. A, an NBA team, the only Canadian NBA team has won one in the last five years. But seven teams in the NHL can't win one in the last 30
0: well, in the NHL, they, they play this little thing called defense, Schaefer.
1: What's it going to do with Canada? No, it's, it's,
0: I'm just saying it's probably easier for that Canadian team if they could just make more shots into their team. When there's a defensive game involved, not, it make, it that, that's, that's
1: not That's not the argument we You making. can't compare
0: basketball with hockey, especially the fucking NBA.
1: Here's why. Because the NBA, you can make one trade for one superstar and your season goes from your pick to finish – seventh to you're now a top two seed whereas you make one trade in the NHL it's not going to flip you like that like one trade can change your likelihood in a year like you can go from nothing to something one trade not really the case in the NHL
0: okay JP what's your pick how do you think the series ends up
1: six I think Bolton six
0: Tampa Bay in six got it so me and Shaper or Tampa Bay in five JP Tampa Bay in six um, if I was able if i was going to a sports book if i were you i like both teams to score in the second period it's the best bet in the entire world especially in the stanley cup final because both teams kind of figure each other out what they're doing that night what's the plan um that's the bet and it's usually like around plus 120 130 um so it's great value i like Tampa and five i just think they're the more experienced team 17 17 million dollars over the salary cap by the way 17 million
1: that's that's a discussion for a different day on how that works and
0: it's, it's insane. That's, that's- it, it's like Everybody does it. Yeah.
1: It they're winning. There's cups.
0: But now we have to look at, especially with the, the Seattle Kraken, if you're not aware, there's going to be a new team in the NHL next year, Seattle Kraken. And the way the new teams, the expansion draft works, is they can basically go in and take a lower-valued, um, not long-term contract player that these teams are willing to part ways with and the league basically just – builds them a path to these teams. So the Kraken are most likely going to be a decent team next year, if not really good, just like the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year. I think Tampa Bay is going to struggle this offseason, um, and they're going to lose a couple of their young stars, and uh, that salary cap will even itself out, and then we'll have a new hockey year. So I think Tampa Bay is going to repeat the Stanley Cups. So do does the, the so do the boys. Jesus yes, Christ. There uh, we
1: go. So it's do the boys. The it's, boys. We're, yeah. rusty.
0: we're rusty. We're rusty. We're nice. coming back. Um, but we gave you two winners in hockey tonight, which is a good start. Okay, let's jump to the College World Series. Schaefer, we just took him the other day. And I say we, I mean me. Me. Um, Reese was with us to his first College World Series game ever. He's been to the Home Run Derby in, at TD Ameritrade Park and never been to the College World Series. shit
1: on that. That was electric.
0: Well, they get to use the old bats.
1: Yeah, you get to watch Beezer bats fly out of that place <laughs> practice Baseball's.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Schaefer, let's get a little review. How was your College World Series experience? What do you think both inside and outside of the stadium?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, for you college baseball fans, that was one of the more fun games probably in the World Series. I mean, I had it's a great, a great
0: World Series like that. All, most games have been like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of great games. I, I will say that. And I've, I've, I mean, the few that I've watched have been really awesome. And, and that game especially was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, being there, of course helps clearly but
0: for context we went to mississippi state's walk-off against texas when they okay, went yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, to send mississippi State to the college world series finals
1: good call yeah so that was it was a lot of fun the atmosphere in td ameritrade is crazy i highly recommend anybody to go who hasn't even if you're not a big baseball guy like myself um yeah it's just a great time and anything any collegiate sport really is usually a good time especially in the tournament or playoff or bowl scenario So yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun.
0: Not to mention, maybe it's a topic for a different show, but outside, let's say you hate baseball, you hate college sports, you hate baseball, whatever, go to the Calderwood series. (laughs) You can have a great time outside of it. We did both. I was going to say, (laughs) we definitely enjoyed the uh,
1: outside activities outside of the uh, baseball game.
0: Yeah, it was very fun. We had a good time. Uh, JP, where are you at in this College World Series? What are your reactions Your takeaways so far? Vanderbilt just took down Mississippi State game one of the College World Series. Huge controversy, obviously, coming with NC State. Let's dive into it. What's, what's going on?
1: Uh, well, situation arises where the NCAA has to make a decision based upon um, Douglas County, which is where Omaha is, uh, health officials, obviously the NCAA health officials, and things like that like that Um, from what I understand by the time first pitch would have been on Saturday NC state had about eight or nine guys that were positive um, with COVID and had tested positive, not just assumed positive. They had tested positive. They had other guys who obviously had been around that and they had to keep them in protocol who may not have tested positive or had not gotten the results back. One of the two, um, you know, details are still fuzzy on all that kind of thing, but Um, I mean, if you look at it, they had 13 guys on Friday. They had four pitchers. They threw three of them to the point where they wouldn't be able to throw. The one they didn't throw, Sam Phil played first base, went three knocks. Went three for four with three knocks on Kumar Rockers, like the best arm in college baseball. So a little, you know, hats off to him. But I don't – there's a couple things I think on this. One, do I think it was right to – take that away from them and make them forfeit? No, but I don't truly – and nobody really knows the real details of what happened and how bad it really was. And so I get college baseball Twitter and the not, not even college baseball Twitter anymore, everybody on Twitter complaining yeah. about it. But we don't really know how bad it was. And so whether you say you got all these unmasked people, they're not all backs in the stadium doing whatever, they're not the ones playing. They're not the governed ones. And so if you – Like, can you imagine the lawsuit that would happen if NC State plays that game or is allowed to play that game and a guy who had tested and hadn't got his results back played in that game and then a Vandy guy ends up with it and just spreads? Could you imagine, like, what would happen? Like, it would be worse that that happened. And it sucks really bad for NC State, but what are they supposed to do? Like, if you don't – and maybe they did make the wrong decision and details have come out that they jumped the gun too quick or maybe it'll go the other way where – they had really no choice. And so people, like, ripping them, I get, but I don't know the full details. I don't think anybody does, but the NCAA and stuff like that.
0: That's I the serious know. thing about as I think there's so many details that we don't know. If you hadn't saw if you have been on social media, it blew up quite a bit. Austin Murr, who plays baseball for NC State, tweeted today, and I quote, Anthony Holman, managing director for the NCAA championships, was at COVID testing Friday for our vaccinated players. While we were checking in, I saw his phone recording a video as we were checking into testing. It's illegal and a HIPAA violation to record someone else's medical appointment, which is fully true, by the way. Uh, and after we were kicked out of the tournament, I went back to the testing site the next day to ask if what I saw was correct, and he did that. He denied regarding anything on his phone and pulled it out and showed me, and I saw at least two two-minute videos of us checking into our appointments and giving our names and birth dates. We assume he might have been recording so he could find something we said to him to use it against us, to find a reason to get us out of the tournament, and we need answers, end quote. So I think there's a lot more going on here than we think, and this will probably resolve, I hope, just for the sake of these kids, because as we tweeted out, I can't imagine going through a season like they did, having this magical run, and then it all come crashing down.
1: Yeah, and here's what pisses me off, is I've seen this quite a bit on Twitter, and this truly pisses me off. When you say it no longer matters who wins this tournament because they wow. NC State got forced to forfeit, you are an absolute fucking clown. Because Vanderbilt is just as good, if not better. I truly think they're a better team than NC State. NC State was just very hot at the time. You would have to, you would have would have had to beat probably not a Jack Lighter, but you would have had to beat Vanderbilt again. You would have had to beat either or Mississippi State, I guess, we didn't have to play either. You would have had to be a red-hot Mississippi State team who's better than you are talent-wise, and they're playing just as good baseball. So to say that it doesn't matter who wins now because you got jipped out of a – and probably, maybe, you know, unfairly jipped out of an if-necessary game to get to the finals is a fucking joke, and that makes me so mad that they're like, oh, we're the best team. Like, you're, it doesn't matter who wins now. There's an asterisk next to everything, and I get people troll on Twitter – these people are dead serious about it like you're you're a clown
0: like that's if you really look at it from behind the scenes and what would have occurred I think Vanderbilt wins the game the next day anyway Jack Leiter would have thrown and that's where I only see the unfair advantage towards Mississippi State where you play that second game you use both Brander and Sims in the same game you're left with pretty much well not I wouldn't say nobody but not your star guys, and then you get lighter on Monday night who would have had to throw on Saturday. And that's right. where I kind of think that Mississippi State got bucked a little bit out of this too. And there's different situations that pop up. At the end of the day, it's still a pandemic. Shit hit the fan. There's yeah. protocols, but I heard they changed protocols. There's so much to undress here, but I feel bad for the guys at NC State. Yeah,
1: everybody feels bad for them. They're not taking anything away from that at all. You know, if they play that game Saturday, does lighter throw? Maybe. Yeah.
0: 100% you can't you're not with the season on the line you're throwing your guy
1: he had to he didn't have that many days rest he threw 120 pitches in it after his first opening round game or his the game oh and one game that he threw in or the one and oh game excuse me where he played nc state and he only gave up the one run on the one hit like that he had what four days rest you're, you're cutting a
0: he would, have, he would have thrown. Right? With the season on the line, you're, you're putting your guy out there. And, and he okay, okay. a point in his career now and this point in the season where he would have at least thrown four or five innings even if he couldn't have run it up to 95 pitches. Well, so you would have gotten
1: a, a rematch of um, NC State Dandy with Lighter on the mound, who NC State had already seen and did nothing against. Leiter shoved outside of one swing. And then you would have gotten a who probably would have thrown that game to get him to that point. I doubt that they, they couldn't have pulled him any longer. And so they would have seen high fill. And to me, it would have been, it would have just been the better offense prevails because I lighter's prone to the bomb. He gave up another one tonight in the first inning. But I don't think, I think it would just would we'll have tipped in Vanderbilt's favor as the better team. But I, I just still, and it sucks so much to see people like Astrid, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins this now. You cheated him out of it. Like, they were the last place team in the odds for the futures. Like they, nobody expected them to do this. Like when we talked, we said, maybe they'll win one or two games. Like I truly think they could do it. And then they did. And now it's like, it doesn't count. Like people on Twitter just.
0: On the other side of things, I do have to apologize to the listeners. I voted. Well, I, I don't have to apologize because fuck you. But also I did say that I thought Mississippi State was going to be this 1-2 or 0-2 barbecue team because they give up runs early in the game which they do, as they show in the night and other games. They've just come back and re- recovered and won games. So shout out to Mississippi State. They proved me wrong. Um, I'm, I don't hate it, actually, because if I would have had to take somebody out of that side other than Tennessee, I would have taken Mississippi State. So um, I think it. looking at the grand scheme of things, and I'm glad it wasn't Texas, I think the two, probably the two better teams are in the College World Series finals, and you're going to get it. Vanderbilt probably would have been the national champion anyway. So, and that's where I think it's going to go. So let's make our picks. I think Vanderbilt wins the series two. I think they, they uh, wrap it up tomorrow night. Um, I just think they're a better team across the board, and they're matching baseballs right now.
1: Yeah, I think they. I think they win in three. And I, here's why: because this is the first game you've seen Vanderbilt's offense put up more than four since the first round game against Arizona, where Arizona didn't throw it well. We knew that. Um, you'll get Will Bredner game two or three. They might throw him tomorrow, but he's kind of. Um, on the short so if anything, game three, which would be Wednesday, would be his day. Uh, Vanderbilt's just now swinging it well. You're going to have to go back to your number three who got hit around quite a bit, if you remember. If Vanderbilt was not doing very well. They had to beat Arizona State in a one-run game. They got beat 1-0 against NC State, Then they had to walk off Stanford in a crazy fashion on the wild pitch. They had two outs on them before anybody was even on base, and then they had to grind one out against NC State there. And then obviously their performance tonight. So to me, it's been not been an offensive series for anybody in the College World Series. And especially Vanderbilt, who needs that performance again. And Leiter with an absolute gem again. I mean, the guy's been absolutely electric. The rocker and Leiter have been crazy good. And we we talked about how good pitching is and how hard it is to hit in that park. We've seen probably more bombs than we'd expect. Um, but run, like runs scored and things like that has not been blowing you away.
0: Runs have been a premium. Yeah. So. And,
1: and we talked about that. And I think that's why I like Mississippi State tomorrow is because I believe that there's going to be a chance where Vandy kind of goes back in that slump. And that's the worry I'd be about. And unless this goes the other way, with one game and that's tick, you're gone. Um, but a lot of the runs they scored today, or at least early in the game, were given up when McLeod couldn't find the zone and he was hitting guys in the first inning. So.
0: Okay, Surfer from the other side. What are you thinking?
1: I mean, just given the fact that I think Vandy just loaded and I mean they dominated tonight. I'm just gonna pick Vandy. I mean, I
0: in two or three. You think they Uh, uh, honestly
1: probably probably two. I think that from given from your guys' insight and just baseball in general, I think that them getting Saturday off was huge. I think it was a huge advantage. Not saying that they're not the better team because I think they clearly are, but I think that was a huge advantage, and they're going to take, they're going to capitalize it and win again tomorrow and just get this shit over with. I think, I think it goes three, and I, <laughs> I just think because when you think baseball, a lot of weird shit happens in this game, and so when you're up against a wall in a situation like that, some crazy shit is going to happen for Mississippi State or um, against Vandy where you just can't control. So I just think tomorrow night, um, I'm sure Mississippi State will be plus 130, 140, on your money line and things like that. But I think Mississippi State's in a great spot to win tomorrow night's game because they've been finding ways to win games. Look how they won games in this World Series. Like, they played a nail-binder with Brenner's first start against Texas. They had a late comeback against Virginia, a game in which they were down three or four runs. And then they had going to play um, Texas, and Texas hits that uh, what top of the ninth three-run home run after Mississippi State had just tied it up in the bottom of the eighth. Like, and they, I mean, they've been in dogfights, and so was Vandy. And so I feel like there has to be a one game here that goes a weird way and just an absolute tussle. And I think game two is going to be it. Here, here's a debate for you then. Um, and I was thinking about this a lot, and I don't know nearly as much as you guys do. But so what's deeper, uh, SEC baseball or SEC football?
0: SEC baseball. Yeah. Nice. Not even
1: close? Uh, it's close. I was going to say, because if you get this new 12 team format, I mean, like, what, the three teams made it from the SEC in baseball this year? So the World Series? Yeah. Mississippi State, Tennessee, four. and um, Vandy. It was four. No, not four. I was saying, I think it was those
0: three, yeah. Oh, I thought there was one more.
1: One ACC, one Big exactly. 12. What? Did Florida make it? No. They got Hall. Holding their Gainesville region it was awesome to watch. So anyways, so yeah, there's three there. I mean, you get this 12 team format, there's probably going to be at least three um, football teams every year for so SEC. Think about, think about um, what is there? 14 teams in SEC. Yeah. right. Okay. So a rule of thumb in baseball wise is if you win, I think they play near 30 conference games in baseball. If you win, Fourteen, fifteen, 15 like you're around the 500 a little above 500 you You're usually guarantee a spot into a regional and so that's putting in i think they put eight or nine teams into a regional this year and some of those teams were barely above 500 total but they had close to oh, so those, those losers are the uh, ncaa tournament or there's a the big 10 of the ncaa tournament they just go like one game above 500 and everybody's creaming their pants like oh my god the big Ten's so loaded there's so many teams. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest.
0: I think baseball is, is, is a decent amount, like, better. Looking at these teams, Florida, good at baseball. Kentucky, good at baseball, sucks at football. Florida, probably even. even. Alabama, great at football, average at baseball. Here, Arkansas, really good. Bat, decent at football, not really good.
1: Yeah, Mint,
0: really good at baseball, bad at football. Mississippi State, really good at baseball, bad at football. Vanderbilt, really good at baseball, bad at football. South Carolina, really pretty good at baseball. and Had a down year, bad at football. Missouri, they suck at both, actually.
1: Yeah, they're not really good at both. Their SEC choice was a money grab, and it's hurt that program more than ever helped it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I would say baseball, probably, but it's a decent question, and I, I fucking hate that that's the answer. Um, yeah, from what you guys
1: explained it to I me, mean, I, there are actually but, – But at the same time – but at the same time, is around the country, baseball is more even than any like like, and I get that there hasn't been like a Big Ten team to win it in a long time or anything like that. And the last ACC team was, um, I believe, Virginia when they won it. Um, so it's been, but you've had a you've had a non-power five school win a national championship in the last five years. You've had a back to back a couple years ago with South Carolina. You've had Multiple Cinderella stories get into the World Series and make noise. You've had, like, your non-Blue Bloods there every year. And so I think, so it's a lot, even though it's a lot deeper in spots, it's a lot even, more even across the country.
0: Okay. I think we touched on pretty much everything we wanted to talk about. Obviously, it's a very important week in sports. Our final picks, wrapping it back up, jumping back to the NBA, Shaver picked the Suns in six and the Bucks in five. I will take the Suns in six as well. Nah, I, I'm going to take the Suns in five. I think they come back and win tonight. I have no idea you think gonna sneak
1: This out, it's going to be it's going to be interesting.
0: No, nope, I'm picking it right now. It doesn't matter. I'm picking it right now, live as it happens. I think there's like probably what seven five minutes,
1: minutes left. Four. They're down seven. No, now they're down ten. They okay, do it. so
0: I'm That's picking this Suns in five. <laughs> Bucks in. Uh, I'll take Bucks in five as well. So I think <laughs> I think Schaefer's right on. I'm going to follow him. He watches it way more than I do. Ninety percent of the playoffs watch. It's insane. Um, I don't think I've watched 9% of an NBA season in the last 10 years.
1: Uh, the World Series, College World Series and 100% of the Super Regionals. Do I give any credit?
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's very good. 100%? You have no way you've watched 100%. You do not, what do we qualify 100% as? What
1: are we qualifying 100% as? You watched at least game? four innings of every game. Oh, Guaranteed. I'm not, And I would not say that against – for the regional because there's so many going on at once, it's impossible to watch four ends of each. So you kind of pick and choose what full games you watch.
0: That would be well, impressive. If, if there was some way to prove that, I would probably make you prove it. But I'm going to take your word, and I'm going to say that's impressive. He, he watched
1: 100%, and I'm still going to get Vandy in two, and he's going to get Vandy in three. So watch me. I <laughs> pick right.
0: He's calling well, right? him out. Shaver's yeah. going him out. Okay, jump to hockey. JP took Tampa Bay in five – no, six? Tampa Bay in six? Jake took him in 5, I took him in 5. I think the gentleman sweep is in play here, Tampa Bay. I dude, I, I was going to I was going to sweep him, but you hockey guys were telling me not to pick a sweep. No, I think Montreal going back home in front of their limited amount of fans at least gets one of them. So Tampa Bay, yeah, I God, I just there's so much hockey talk that we could have here. I'm so sad that they're going to repeat. So you're going to have repeat champions according to our picks in both baseball and College baseball, I should say, and hockey. Mm. And then wrapping up college baseball, J.P. picked Vandy in three, and Schaefer and I are Vandy straight up 2-0 against Mississippi State with an easier path having Saturday off. That wraps up pretty much everything. Do we have any closing thoughts that we did not touch on?
1: Yeah, just check out, uh, you know, the Twitter page and follow that and retweet stuff. We'll start putting stuff on there. Obviously, with there'll be an NBA or um, Eastern Conference Finals game tomorrow. There'll be a game two of CWS and there'll be things going on, and we're in the heat of a lot of it. So it's going to be a good time. So just pay attention to, you know, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. Share it, um, retweet it, have a good time, and listen to the pod. Um, but, you know, any closing remarks, I'd say um, – I can't remember who gave me this shirt, but it's pretty sick, eh?
0: Mine. It's a yes. University of Missouri-Kansas City kangaroo shirt, and uh, shout-out UMKC.
1: I was going to say, um, you know – as the Stanley Cup will probably be wrapping up I mean, fairly soon if we think it's going to go the way yeah. it's going to yeah. go, and the well, CWS wrapping up in the next two or three days, everybody's going to be forced to watch the NBA Finals unless you have The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or wherever
0: the fuck no, it is. No, I no, know. no, don't even bring that up. Let's bet the NBA Finals.
1: That's, but- that's what I'm talking. So everybody give it a chance. All right, it's going to be a great Finals no matter who's playing in it. So I can't wait for my sport to – be on the platform for a few games uh, we'd like to make a formal announcement on here Um, college football a little bit preview here parks will be in norman for oklahoma and nebraska so he'll have a little content on that Um, schaefer has decided he wants to go watch the colorado state rams in kinnick stadium this fall as well so i think we'll be heading to that that is going to be in september
0: I'll also be at every Nebraska home game the entire year, so we'll have content from Lincoln and the
1: morning. From, from the tailgating spots, give me some picks and things like this thing. that. You might get some spots from a little, uh, like for me, like seven, eight beers deep in a tailgating, ready to blast uh, whoever Iowa State's got that day.
0: Okay, platform-wise, also announcement time. We have opened a Snapchat. If you have not added it, feel free to add it. It's at it's Just Money Pod, just like every other platform that we're on. TikTok, we're back. We're going to be posting a lot more on that app. You'll see clips of this episode on there. Make sure to give that a follow. Tell your friends. The Vigit Play of the Day is back. You'll see that daily from each one of us, maybe all three of us in one day. It's one know. You're welcome. I started it off with the over tonight. Thank God that it's hit by a sliver, but it counts. So uh, take your coins and run.
1: I chased that, so I'm happy to
0: Yes, very beautiful. Very beautiful. We love the 5-1 final and the over being five and not. I guess five and a half would have hit, too. So, we love six goals in a game. It'll probably be around there every game in this series.
1: Five, five. five is a flat number. So, you push your, you know, like fours, like five and a half half. You're playing with five. five got a little bit of house money in that, I feel like that.
0: Yeah, five five. I felt like was a good number, though. That's just kind of where it's going to be at. It's going to be five or five and a half every game in this series goaltending is very good in that series by the way Carey Price has been on an absolute tear and then obviously one of the best goalies in the NHL and hockey in a long time and Andre Vasilevsky so look for some plays on the Bigot app and look for some plays on Twitter we're we'll posting a lot more on different platforms we appreciate you joining us and we will see you very soon yes. love you all.